0: into the about last night podcast you slippery little son of a bitch mm-hmm. about
1: last night. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you being just as safe as ever.
0: You bet. You never know. You never know. You never know how it gets to you.
1: You know, even if you've. Uh, by the way, nice fouch on a couch. I thank think we you. should thank you immediately. Just address the decor of your background, Henry. It's uh, uh, very nice to see you.
0: You too. It's been a long time. First time you were in college. <laughs> oh,
1: are you going to give people the uh, the the backstory?
0: No, it just is an amazing thing that here we are. (laughs) I met you as a student.
1: You did. And now? Do you actually remember, and now here we are. And now here I am in in Phoenix, Arizona, in a Holiday Inn, and there you are in just maybe the nicest office I've seen in my entire life.
0: Thank you very much. This is it. The rest of the house is a shambles.
1: (laughs) You only dress up your house when it's for something of significant, for Zoom, yeah. For Zoom um look at you dude you're you're looking very svelte in the pandemic i must say i don't know if. thank you have your
0: snack Uh, habits changed no you know what i i i do uh 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 cheek ups (laughs) uh sit-ups are out of the question
1: i think i i think i read that in people magazine that you're a big cheek up guy so it's nice to hear that that's confirmed
0: yeah, I have the smallest weights that I hold on the inside of my gums. <laughs> and um, uh, it, it's it, it's an amazing technique. Yeah, don't it knock it really, till you try it. You've
1: always been one of these and, guys. And
0: I want to tell you, you, you have to rinse your mouth out because there's this metallic taste that stays with you, <laughs> you know?
1: Uh, The first time we met, you walked into AEPI where your lovely and talented son, Max, uh, one of my first people I met uh, that I really connected with in the fraternity, because as you know, uh, and as you said to me when you walked into the fraternity, had you been to a fraternity, by the way, prior to that? You weren't in one at Yale, were you?
0: I was, no, I I, I was in a fraternity at Emerson College in Boston. Okay. But they did not have houses. They had somebody's apartment somewhere in Boston. Uh, We did not, we had, we took a meeting room, uh, like one of the classrooms and uh, everybody drank beer. So everybody, all the brothers had their beers lined up and I don't drink. So I had a glass of water. And the first three times, they made fun of me. And the fourth time, my glass of water was there lined up with the beer and uh, that's how we started every meeting.
1: Holy shit. Did they, so they busted your balls about not having beer? Did. What would, you, what would did. you say? And then
0: it became part of the uh, tradition.
1: That's incredible. Did you always have that <clears throat> kind of fortitude to uh, stick to your guns and not, you know, give in to peer pressure like that? Cause I think most uh, people you would. You know
0: what I did mostly out of fear, yeah. but also uh, drinking does not make me feel good. Really? Not that I, it, uh, even a hangover, it, Uh, I am so filled with energy that when I drink, I become uh, like a wet noodle.
1: So you do sober karaoke. Good on you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's a big move. Uh, So when we met. I'm great. I'm great, Henry. I, you know, I was in Australia for about five weeks. Um doing uh this show, the Young Rock show that's coming out on NBC. Uh I'm playing uh The Rock's uh left testicle. It's a it's a stretch. I don't think it's he's it's not been portrayed before, so it'll be um I love that you're giving this moment everything it deserves.
0: No, I'm I'm just a to think <laughs> of um is your character wrinkly or <laughs> Yeah, you know. Uh, do you shave?
1: Are you gonna have to? Yeah, you're gonna have to buzz your head. Will really? they do it in prosthetics?
0: Are you in a bag? <laughs> is there is there a sack involved? I you know, I I. You, okay. <laughs> truly yeah. giving it
1: all the Hollywood, uh, you know, angles. Yeah, that it. Uh, no, it was it was great. Quarantining for a couple weeks.
0: Are you from? Are you actually from Arizona?
1: No, I'm from Seattle originally. From Seattle, great, uh, yeah. city. We, great city. you, when you went up there to, um, to do one of the, uh, uh, your, your book tours, um, yeah. with, uh, with is Hank. It, is it
0: the third street, the, the third?
1: Third place third books. Or the, yeah. Third place know. books. Henry, third I can't books. tell you, I can't tell you <laughs> the amount of Jewish moms that were, I mean, talk, that my mom was on the phone with, that were like, talking about conspiring about how can i get henry winkler to sign my cleavage and i was like i feel like i could send a couple texts i don't know you I know feel what like one of those things i, I, I never just...
0: did that because i was always afraid that the sharpie ink would get into the bloodstream so i always stuck to paper are you that's why that's why wow
1: so you've just You know a lot of rock stars and i think we can put you in that category would not be that uh would not be that you know uh i wish i could
0: sing i i that is my one of my things if if there is reincarnation if there is such a thing i'm coming back as the boss who can sing like sia and move like bruno mars
1: oh yeah you ain't kidding that guy huh
0: he, I saw him at the bowl. It's unbelievable. Uh, and and Sia, I met in a Whole Foods. Of I course. I was so excited, I I lost my ability to speak. What were you shopping? What were you I shopping went. for?
1: What were you shopping for? And what did you?
0: Okay, okay, okay. So, what I would go for? No. Yeah. Some kind of a foreign cheese. <laughs> You're a big cheese guy. I am. Dude. except that you know uh, you, too much cheese you get gout and that you know your big toe it I, I can't even begin to tell you how how painful that is.
1: But do you ever get to a point where you go God, it's worth it. I got yeah. another toe.
0: Yes, uh, you know what you know when, when last night at 8 o'clock my wife and I went to uh, some place called Window. it's uh, the American beauty our um, uh, cheeseburger on Fifth and Rose in uh, in Santa Monica or in Venice mm. with grilled onions and I paid, but oh, was it good going down.
1: <laughs> Come on. It ha- you have to make room for those simple pleasures, especially, uh, you know, and I, I don't know if you're uh, one of the, these people that does this, when things are a little more uncertain and chaotic, do you find yourself giving in to like stuff that comforts you a little bit more, whether it's-
0: You know what, I do. Yeah. Um, uh, food mostly yeah and uh, like phoenix i believe one of the greatest pizzas in america is blanco you know chris blanco i do yeah so uh uh, the pizza blanco or blanco pizza whatever it may be one of the great pizzas of all time
1: you're not wrong about that
0: also he just opened in la but of course he had to close because we are shut down now (laughs) There's nobody there, but there's somebody there, and I see ya. Hey guys, Comedian Adam Ray here.
1: Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. I hope you're enjoying the episode, and I hope you're doing okay. It's a crazy, crazy time right now, and if you're a little uneasy, I get that, and I've also got the answer, Koi CBD. Say it with me, Koi CBD. Feels good, and it does feel good, because I use all their products. I've been fucking with the fellas at Koi CBD since my circumcision, and I'll tell you this much they're the best in the game okay gummies bath bombs tinctures joints creams oils they got stuff for pets koi cbd has been giving the people what they need to feel better to mellow out to go to sleep right to take away the aches and pains with the creams and oils the bath bombs make bathing just the best thing ever you get a little a little radiation high from the from the bombs i don't know what's in it but fucking goodness and and just all sorts of It's amazing, okay? It feels like drugs, and it's not, because it's CBD. So, if you wanna get these amazing products, and I know you do, because they got the Adam Ray stamp of approval, go to KoiCBD.com and put in the code ALN15 to get 15% off your first order. KoiCBD.com, the promo code ALN15 to get 15% off your first order. Do it today, and start living and feeling the right way. And now, back to the episode
0: let me ask you a question are yeah. we on the air now yeah or is this recorded for another time
1: no we're recording we're, we're so what is it with this recording for a post on monday we are live right now you and i are actually talking uh yeah. this is yeah
0: i am alive that's <laughs> true yeah. and yeah. Uh, so but it's going to be on monday so let me just say to everyone that is listening or the person who's listening <laughs> uh how dare uh, you I, I, I would just like to say i hope you are extraordinarily healthy, your family is healthy, and that you remain healthy.
1: I love that. That is- uh, still
0: I'm having trouble with people who are thinking that uh, the pandemic is a hoax, the- Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I, I've been out here doing shows uh, this weekend in Phoenix, and there are a handful of comedy clubs that are doing it right as far as adhering to you know mask protocols um for uh for staff and you be funny in
0: a mask are you as I'm not, funny in a mask
1: I, i'm not wearing one
0: you're spewing yeah everybody else' is masked
1: they're they're and they're back they are they're they back. are far away it's distanced their tables are spread apart um
0: oh, are you funny at a distance oh yeah
1: i mean yeah. look you and i are thousands of miles away i don't think i could be any funnier right now
0: Yeah, you know what? You're hysterical. I can't breathe. I cannot breathe.
1: It could be the gout, but I'll take that as a compliment.
0: Oh, man, don't don't even say the word out loud. (laughs) You never want to experience. You know, I've had it now twice. Oh, shit. And I'm not sure where it comes from, I think, because I don't drink. I think it comes from overeating cheese. But man, oh, man, oh, man.
1: Henry, do you still videotape the rain? Max told me when I first went to your lovely home, I think it was for a break the fast dinner, which thank you again for having me. And it was my sure. first, first reel, by the
0: way. You, you, did you take home all the leftovers? I couldn't find any locks the next morning. Was that I, you?
1: I gotta be honest, you hung around for a while. It was you, myself, uh, Adam Fox, I believe Jonah was there, <clears throat> Mr. Tickman. And at some point, you, you, you and uh, your lovely wife, Stace, uh, Went off to to do whatever, and uh, and I may or may not have taken more than my fair share of lockers home.
0: Okay, all right. I just wanted to know where it went.
1: <laughs> By the way, it I love that in fib- from New
0: York, and then all of a sudden it <laughs> flew out of the house, and now I know why. The greatest locks I've ever had is Zabar's on Broadway mm. in New York City on the West Side.
1: That do you have a uh, an amazing memory, and it seems like you do for places because. I'm willing to assume, even pre-fame, you had your spots, right? You had your um, oh, yeah. sandwich spot, you had, yeah. and, and, you, and you, you know, spending time on the East Coast and, and West Coast and, and truly all over. Uh, but do you, as you got more into this business and life, did you start making a list, or do you just yes. know innately?
0: I have a business card from every wonderful restaurant we've eaten in, uh, from Winnipeg to Miami. That's incredible. Do you, do you, uh, I'm going to close this door because there is a gardener who is uh, taking care of somebody else's property. Excuse me, I just belched with a <laughs> blower.
1: <laughs> Ugh, your timing, Henry, is uh, you're not you're not missing any beats during this pandemic, and I hope you know that. <clears throat> do you feel like your Do you feel like your your comedic timing? I mean, shit, I was watching old uh happy days st- stuff with my uh fiance's uh father. Uh how so many my, do you have? My soon to be father fia- fiance. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh the, oh you meant possessive. <laughs> yeah. Pose- I see. yeah yeah yeah. I uh oh, it, wow, uh, you are good. <laughs> You 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 live in Utah? Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once news broke, I was the rock's nut. People started just hitting me up, and the DMs were, were flooded. Henry yeah. is uh, no, his name's Bill Bennett, my father-in-law. He I is know. Um, he is possibly, and I I'm sure you've heard this a million times over. Your biggest fan, but this man uh, adores you. And uh, uh,
0: you know what? I want you to send me. I want you to email his name, address, and zip code to me.
1: Are you gonna? You're not gonna send him some inappropriate snapshots, are you, Henry? Because no, that will make I, his Christmas. I, I don't oh. do
0: that because uh, I'm not good with the camera on the phone. <laughs> That's and, the only and, reason. And, and, I'm not kidding. And holding a 35, <laughs> you know, millimeter, I just it's, it, it I I slip. It falls. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, now he's got you know shirts, p- sweats, hats. send me. I will
0: his name, address, and zip code.
1: Does it uh, at the point um, to where things really start to uh, move in a, in a fun direction, did it become overwhelming ever seeing the amount of I think Max sent me uh, a picture once I, I, or maybe you guys might have been traveling or he was traveling overseas. And it was a mural, I believe, of Fonz in Italy or maybe Germany yeah. somewhere. And Italy. and. It was incredible, it wasn't just a, a mural, it was like a, an incredible piece of art, which most murals are, but this was so detailed, Henry, that I was like, this, and it was huge. No, and-
0: Italy has always been amazingly, uh, Australia, Italy, uh, England, um, Ireland, Scotland, uh, they had, uh, Japan, mm. have been incredibly supportive are we heard in a foreign country, or are you? You're like this is state area. This is um, global.
1: It, well, it's global. Well, global as far as we got Burbank, uh, Des Moines, and uh, Tacoma, Washington are all hey, listening right now. Uh, Tacoma. So
0: Tacoma, I was in Tacoma. I love Tacoma.
1: <laughs> Do you? Yeah. How many radio stations would I love to a, just?
0: <laughs> I only have one tattoo, and it says Tacoma. <laughs> Do you really have a tattoo though? No. Oh, I That's almost. Kidding. I'm a short Jew. If I saw a needle coming at me, I would cry like a nine-year-old girl.
1: Oh, God. I feel the same way, dude. I almost got one in Australia because the experience was so, you know, it's really... You know, hopefully, great show. And the, it was such a fun experience. And it was, you know, mask free. And Australia's got things under control. And the whole thing was so, especially during these times, just very yeah. unique. And I wanted to yeah. kind of commemorate it with a tattoo of something, but I didn't know what to get. I thought about maybe the mom's initials. I thought about maybe, um, Kermit the Frog, sitting on the Space Needle, right? Hometown, one of my first heroes. Um, I thought about just you with a thought bubble. I love to- That's what I would do.
0: If you're gonna get a, I I would go with me. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) I mean, really, screw, screw Kermit. (laughs) He's cute, but he's fur. Do you know what? (laughs) Do you know when I
1: first met Kermit was when I interned for you on Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Circa two thousand
0: three. One of the greatest jobs I've ever had.
1: I was going to ask you, you seemed so in your element, you uh, uh, very uh, uh, graciously allowed me to sit in on some production meetings in which you guys, how uh, are you going to learn? Totally. Because I would come in early and sometimes, man, I was, you know, kicking around and there was just only so much office stuff to do. And then you saw that one day and you brought me into the production uh, uh, offices and and let me really just soak up, which was really cool because you didn't have to do that. Um, But uh, I'm glad you did. Otherwise, I would have probably yelped about the experience. But uh, nonetheless, uh, that was a joke. I'm I'm so glad you didn't.
0: I'm not kidding. (laughs)
1: But you you were so uh, kind to to bring me into that world. And um, uh, and that happened again, because when you walked into API with Max's laundry and I tell the story all the time because this is a quintessential Henry Winkler story. And I feel so honored, by the way, to have uh, a relationship with you and that you've been so gracious to me over the years with uh, reaching out to you for advice career advice i called you i think when i was at principato young uh and wasn't getting the love from these managers when i was up and coming that i that i wanted and you you know i called you and i started kind of rambling about it like i am now and you were like adam ray get to the point and i was like it made me hunker down condense the words i told you what was up you gave me this amazing advice henry that i think you do without even thinking about it because you probably do it so often uh that you said, no matter who's ever repping you or who's like, you know, has control or is helping guide things, it's all going to be on you. He's like the hustle, true. the opportunities that that are created, the um, the paths that you go on, it's all going to be self, uh, so, um, you know, created.
0: It's true, You cannot depend on anybody else. And if there's somebody out there who's thinking about going into our industry, uh, just know that you are going to car- carve that path. And I didn't know how to do it either. You just go on your instinct, and you you keep plowing until you get where you wanna go.
1: That being said, can I borrow 50 grand? Yes, now, it's I'm a business. from Somebody
0: else, <laughs> but I'm sure that somebody is gonna give it to you.
1: <laughs> so you walked in with this bag of clothes and you go, you walked in and you beelined. It was a it was a, like a Sunday afternoon. Not a lot of kids around. Not a lot of fraternity chaos. You walked in. I'm you know just meandering through the bottom floor of a pie. You walk right in and I just go holy shit. And up until this point, I have not met anybody who's been on TV. I met the local weatherman in Seattle, Steve Poole, when I was ten at the aquarium.
0: Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what he knows about a clown. I'm not kidding. I, I've always looked up to Stevie.
1: He had a headshot on him that he signed for me. I'll never forget it. Right. Um, so you walk in, you go, excuse me. And I go, uh, uh, and you go, I'm Henry Winkler. I go, I know. He goes, and you go, of course you do. And then you go, and then you go, and then you gave me Max's clothes. And you go, my son Max lives here. I go, I love Max. Everybody does. This is incredible. What What do you need? And you go, I need to get these clothes to him. And then you go, you seem like a trusting boy. You go, I feel like you've got kind eyes. You go, I feel like they'll get to the right place if I hand these to you. I go, Henry, I will guard these clothes with my life. And you go, not necessary. Just give them to Max.
0: Yeah, just get Dude. them to Max, take off. The bulletproof vest.
1: <laughs> so you hand them to me, and then you pull them back, and you go, you're not going to do anything weird with these clothes, are you? And I go, excuse me? And you go, we're in a fraternity. I know a lot of weird stuff happens. No defecation or anything will happen to these clothes. And I go, you have my word. Nobody will shit on your son's clothes. And you go, thank you. And you handed me the
0: clothes. And, dude, it was. And then, and then we talked. story actually happened. Those words came out of my mouth. Yeah. Oh my and God. then I
1: told you that I was Consolver. in the acting. Then I, <laughs> incredibly. And then and then I'm like, he's probably like this all the time with everybody. And then I tell you, I'm in the acting school- I don't school. use the
0: word defecation a lot. I save that for very special people.
1: <laughs> so honored. I told you I was in the acting school and then you couldn't have been more, uh, your eyes lit up uh, extra. Um, and because, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think obviously you have a connection to uh, drama school and the grind. And um, you went out of your way to to give me a lot of... You know uh, what,
0: when I arrived here, I had a letter from an executive at uh, Fox, and I was supposed to call him and have a meeting with him. And I, like a dope, called once a week, twice a week, every week. The man never called me back, and I swore if I was able to create a space for myself here in Hollywood, I would never do that. So I wish I had someone who was a professional to talk to me when I was brand new. And uh, I guess that, is, uh, that was my, uh, my mantra.
1: So you never so what you you spoke to my senior year uh SE acting class. I don't know if you remember yeah. that in 2005 and I'm sure That's, you've done that. And I do.
0: Yeah. With um uh what was the the fabulous uh, dean um Italian name Puzo. Puzo. Oh, I loved her.
1: She was she was a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. she she loved uh she really loved theater and, and and that was an incredible thing to have you come in and, and talk to us because like you just said You opened uh, my eyes and I'm sure the rest of the class to the uh, idea that, oh, there is life after college and then you're truly having to create something out of nothing and you really instilled in me this idea that I gotta get active and that's why I started working at a, you know, big comedy casting office for free five days a week on top of working, you know, playing- That's
0: so smart, that is so smart. You know, doing the YouTube,
1: yeah. I mean, it was-
0: Everything, everything. Everything um, will apply to what you want to do. I I say if you can clean the floor of the office, you're in the office, you're meeting people. Nothing is too small. Did you
1: have any uh, side jobs? Because when I was working at Universal Studios as Wolverine, I would call you sometimes and tell you that I wanted to quit and move to New York and try to be on SNL. And uh, you were like, well, then who's going to play Wolverine? And then I said, good point. Nice talking to you. I guess I'm staying in LA. Right. Um, no, it uh, you you were very uh, thorough with trying to weigh the pros and cons. But did you have any jobs
0: pre-Mary uh, was a ward? travel agent? Okay, uh, I sold um, going to Europe. Uh, you get a car, a plane, and uh, hotels. It was called Europa Car. Nice. I sold those packages, and I sold so many that uh, I got a free cruise to Bermuda. Oh my God. And the cruise was on D level, which is below the water. <laughs> and I just want to say, I was seasick.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Yeah. I did not care about Bermuda after a while. <laughs> did uh, did that,
1: but that job, at least you were flexing the muscle of gabbing, right? And yeah. uh, I mean, do you feel like accents. you chose, yeah. Do you feel like you chose jobs? you say accents?
0: Accents. Really? Yes, I, I, um, it was a Europa car, so I would uh, do, like uh, I was from Germany and come visit. Yeah, we are very nice people here and get a car, <laughs> drive around and have a schnitzel.
1: <laughs> do you, that, did you feel like you chose jobs prior to acting, which I know you said you wanted to do when you were what, seven? Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like you were choosing jobs in yeah, a I'm way? Thinking
0: that- about. No, I don't think so. I okay. think I got a job and I was so happy to have any job except working in my father's office, filing uh, and cleaning the display cases of uh, the different kinds of wood that my father bought and sold. He bought Jesus. and sold wood. I did not want to buy and sell wood. <laughs> I wanted to go to Hollywood.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Kind of close. Wood
0: I was interested in.
1: He uh, So he gave you your first job. Yeah. What are you, what are you looking for, Henry? What'd you lose?
0: Uh, nothing. I was just, my, my toes are cold here in the office, and I was just uh, <laughs> crossing my legs and didn't want to pull any wires out of the wall.
1: Do you want to take a beat to find some house uh, slippers, or are you uh no, press on? No,
0: no. I've gone on uh, some pretty... Pretty powerful socks, my fishing socks,
1: dude. Let's talk about that. You fishing? I feel like I've seen you I fish with my w- with our boy Harlan Williams. I've seen you fish.
0: Harlan and I, Harlan, this look at this, see? Holy shit! Harlan and I went fishing in uh, uh, in Canada. Yep. For bass. Yep. And for salmon, and I caught actually. I'm. Uh, oh, I, I don't have my my, my picture, but I have the biggest, the biggest fish I ever caught was one of those salmon. But then I take pictures.
1: Dude, how did you just I'm fishing? You have an eye for these landscapes, huh? Yeah. Uh,
0: it's called I never met an idiot on the river. It's the only adult book I've ever written. What does that mean? Well, it is about everything I learned from fly fishing that I apply to life. And then uh, photographs I took while fly fishing, uh, I put in this book.
1: Yeah, Harlan said he had a great time. He was like,
0: buddy, everybody loves. I directed him. In what? In uh, a, uh, um, I think maybe I even, maybe it was the pilot, but it was a, a show that he was the star of. I directed an episode. He, but this uh, is my newest book, Alien Superstore. This would be a great Christmas gift for any child from fourth to um, seventh grade.
1: Oh, break it down. What's it about?
0: Adults listen to you,
1: Henry. Our audience spans a gamut. We're we're from seventeen to you know seventy five. Wow, seventy six is all Joe Rogan fans. Yeah, I got it. Yeah,
0: boy, people just uh, they they give him a lot of stuff. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, but um, this is called light camera action, the alien superstar. And it's our second volume, it was it was just in uh, publishers weekly. That's a big deal. It's a great sequel.
1: And this is uh, what's. The, can you give us a little uh, backstory on the on the tale?
0: Or okay. Should... So this uh, alien uh has to leave his oppressed planet because at 13 they take his personality and they dial it down so that all the citizens of this red planet uh, they are um kind of like they don't make any trouble for the government So his grandmother gets him into a spaceship that she builds. He he flies across the universe, lands on Earth on the only address they know, the back lot of Universal Studios, where, and I don't know how this happens, he gets a job on a situational comedy as an alien, because he's already got the costume. And it is his adventure on the Earth now. The second one, incredible incredible—they send one of the squadron, and she is she's called Citizen Cruel, and she comes to kidnap him. But I can't tell you what happens,
1: Henry. That's incredible. Is this from your uh, brain, or did you collab? And and Lynn Oliver, my writing partner. Oh man, you guys have uh, just punched out so many hits. Yeah, that's
0: thirty-five a, novels. That's our thirty-fifth novel.
1: What is it? There, is there a different joy that you get from writing a book than you do from uh, acting and, and TV I am and film? proudest
0: of outside my family? I am proudest of um, writing the books wow. because I'm dyslexic and I never thought that I would ever be able to write a novel, let alone thirty five. Um, and I could not have done it without my partner, Lynn.
1: That's amazing. Did. uh? Did, do you know how many people, uh, going back real quick to me uh, telling that story and doing uh, a, a voice of uh, your voice in the story? Do people do that a lot? Is that, I didn't know if people have impressions of you, if you like it. I saw an old episode of Happy Days where Ron Howard in the show was doing a conversation between himself and the Fonz in front of you. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is the first time. I had so many questions. Like, did you know? You know, did you practice it pre, or did he want to do it for the first time on camera in front of you? Had people done it to
0: oh, you oh, during? Yeah, no, no, no. We rehearsed. We rehearsed five days or four and a half days, and then shot in front of an audience. It was really serious business. You know, WC feels I think said, "Dying is hard. Comedy is harder." I mean, it really. It's um, it being funny is serious business.
1: Do you feel like that was your school of uh, of, of comedy? Was that because you did four lines on Mary Tyler Moore, right? That was your first. Right. First TV gig. No, in that.
0: Because I, I got a master's degree from the Yale School of Drama. Right. Where, you know, you did a play at night and you rehearsed another one during the day and took classes and, you know, improved your voice and your body and your mind and your ability for three years and then uh you so i i thought training was really important
1: was there a moment during the run of happy days where you felt like you because i you know with iconic characters people always just assume from the get-go you walked on stage you put on the jacket you put your thumbs out you had it like but i i would uh you know venture to assume that it took time to find the character and it, it's, that's the fun of uh, discovering. Well, it, took a, it took
0: a while to find the character. And then now you're in the zone. Now you're playing him for a few years. But the show keeps going. Now you've got to find new levels. Uh, that's when I changed from the white T-shirt to the black T-shirt. I thought, I've got to make a change of some sort. Something to spruce this up. And I went back to the white T-shirt, because. The, the black t-shirt just didn't cut it.
1: Didn't cut it. What was the, uh, was the, the vibe as it is on most shows now, you hear about you know, that sitcoms are these families and everybody is just super tight. Did you guys have- uh... We are
0: still super tight. Yeah. 45 years later, uh, we are still super tight. And uh, you, you cannot make a comedy. You can't actually, you can't be really in a, a piece of entertainment where you're not an ensemble, you know, unless you're doing a one-man show. And then you're, you've got to depend on that with the audience, that you build this bubble with the audience. But I, I, for me, if you're not an ensemble, it is no fun at all. Did
1: you ever think about uh, uh, <laughs> that's interesting that you say that so something like because I've seen you, uh, you know, obviously in, in lots of one on one conversation type things and, and like things like a podcast, you shine in. Would you ever do, uh, you know, stand up or something like that? That was just truly no. just no.
0: No. And I'll tell you why I tried it in college. I got thirty three dollars for um, going to a uh, a senior facility to tell jokes. And I realized th- it is an art form that either you can do or leave it to the professionals.
1: Yeah, you do you believe in in having like a true, uh you know, you've either got something or you don't or that you can like if, if you're giving advice to a, a young actor, which you've done to me many times, can you see Will you give different advice if you can just see or pick up on their drive or level yes. of talent? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, you're listening to who they are, and um, you you talk to them directly. Whoever that young person is, yeah.
1: Do you do you uh, give that advice to your uh, like Max growing up? Oh, uh, well, now Max.
0: Max said to me, "Every time you talk to my friends, does it have to be a lesson?" Do you have to give them a lesson i said i didn't realize i was doing that i thought i was being helpful yeah and then i realized i will be quiet now until uh he asks for something gotcha and then i will talk in short sentences to any person out there who is thinking of being a parent who is a parent here's my advice when you're talking to your child talk in short sentences because they stop listening and you're still going. <laughs> that
1: could not be, I'm only an uncle, but the parenting that i try to instill on them is I can just see it in their eyes after about 10 seconds. They're either looking somewhere else or they're looking right past me or they're thinking about Slurpees or a hot tub or both. Now how old are they? The girls are twins, they just turned 11. The boy is oh, six wow. and uh, yeah. And uh, it's they're just getting into that, that where they're still very cute and fun and cool. But they definitely are, you know, if uh, if I make a TikTok video,
0: they're they're starting to uh, borrow their mom's makeup, borrow the makeup,
1: doing dance making. They have a kid version of TikTok called Likey. They're doing some dances on that. They're making their comedy is great. One of them made a thing on Instagram with my phone where the filter was a piece of poop. And she yes. was uh, she was the fate <laughs> You're like, yes, I sent out my Thanksgiving cards.
0: I a- Pope is very big. Poop <laughs> is very big with grandchildren. It's not my going my anywhere. Daughter <laughs> came over on Thanksgiving and said, "Papa, you don't have a TikTok. We have to remedy that." And she created a TikTok account. I did one dance, and I'm now a TikToker.
1: <laughs> we will cut to that dance. Uh, did she give you advice? Let's, are you down for staying uh, connected like that? Or are you just Absolutely. like, you know what? I love yeah. Twitter. Yeah, you do.
0: I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Twitter person. I, I enjoy it. I, I like it.
1: I want to get a gauge on if you think what my niece did with this poop filter was funny. She put her face in the piece of poo and she goes, oh, look at me. I used to be a pickle ah and then and then she goes and then she and then it's down on the ground and she goes wait no don't pick me up i'm not chocolate that's very funny very funny 11 years old i posted it because i was like am i crazy or is this very funny no that's really smart she had a take on it she, she said the two things that, if Poop could talk, would probably want people to, you know. It- really, what
0: else do you want to hear from Poop? <laughs> I don't want to hear another sentence from Poop. <laughs> but, the, but just the, oh, I used to be a pickle is so funny. And not only that, but pickle, you know, uh, Neil Simon uh, would, would say things like, pickle is funny. 33 is funny, 34 is not a funny number.
1: Holy shit, that's so true. Those things do matter, huh? They
0: do? You do? Have,
1: yeah. Rhythm. Do you, how much do do you, uh, obviously with, and first of all, winning an Emmy- I, I don't have much more to say here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a few more minutes, yeah, we good?
0: Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> how are your feet? Oh, my feet are freezing and, and I don't know, I just- Um, I'm. I'm thinking about a bialy toasted with butter.
1: (laughs) Have you what when you you said in your uh, Emmy uh, win for Barry, which I know you've probably talked about at great length, Henry, but I got really choked up watching that in your speech. Not only watching you and knowing you, and just your body of work and how much you've how much you've made people laugh and smile over the years, uh, ten times over, and and to see you up there and to see genuine joy through your body and your face and to see people stand up. I was like, that's what really got me is seeing the amount of adulation and support and love that I know exists around the world for you, but to see it in that room and the way they cut around to it so dramatically.
0: I was so crazed. I did not see it until I watched the playback. I did not see them. I did not, uh, all I thought about was, oh my God, I'm walking up the stairs. There were the two stars of The Crown, which I loved. I start talking to them about how wonderful their second season is. I'm thinking, oh my God, I've got to make a speech. I turn around, I have 39 seconds left. And I crammed it all in those 39 seconds. But, and the the only thing I wrote, you know, when I first was nominated 40 years ago was Hey, kids, you can go to bed. Daddy won. Yes. Now they're 36, 40, and 50.
1: <laughs> that was so sweet. Did you get, uh, How did you stick around for that after party? I'm sure you had to, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Absolutely. Do I, you have you know, any? I, I think yeah. you've got you to gotta participate. And it was like, uh, you know, I heard about it. I've never gone to an after party before. It was a lot of fun. People assume and, uh, people... Jeff Daniels, who I love as an actor.
1: Yes. People assume that people at your level know uh, everybody. Did you have people come up to you? We don't know
0: everybody. I'd like to know Adele.
1: (laughs) Please write that book. (laughs) Just about you trying to track down Adele for a year. Maybe it's a documentary. We follow you.
0: What, I'll tell you.
1: What What do you love about her?
0: I, I, I don't know much about her. I just, her voice. I mean, her albums are, they are, you can listen to them every moment of every day, I think.
1: What do you think that you would, in meeting her, do you think one of your opening lines would include, I directed Cop and a Half?
0: No, I think the first thing I would say to her is, I adore you, I, I directed Cop and a Half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Henry, I told you that probably the second time we were around each other because I, that movie is in my top 10 comedies of all time. You're welcome. I fucking love that movie. Excuse my language. No, the kid is. Right. I'm the kid is.
0: Nice that you just said that I'm covering my ears.
1: The kid, the kid, the kid is brilliant. Uh, Bert, the chemistry, like
0: I, it was yeah. the first Bert, time. Bert was, I mean, you were not supposed to talk about the dead, bless him. And, and you're only supposed to say nice things. Yes. He was nuts. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, yes. Let me just say. <laughs> yeah then i my, my uh, of movies that i made i love the water boy i love scream but night shift still holds up yep With michael keaton's first movie and the one that i made with uh, kevin james uh here, here
1: comes, comes the boom. boom
0: i really enjoy that movie
1: how many of your, of your movies do you go back to watch click i saw you at the click premiere
0: click I was I I like click I I enjoy I still carry with me in my wallet. My wallet, which is green, which is my favorite color. But I have in my wallet.
1: Adam Sandler's pin number
0: water trick that I did in click.
1: This is amazing. You're about to do it, aren't you?
0: Okay, we're quarter,
1: right? Hey, looks like a quarter, sounds like a quarter. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I have to concentrate. I... Count to three. John,
1: Count to three. One, two, three. Okay. It's broken. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: All right, there you go. That—that's—that's that's the kind of magician I am. But I do carry it in my wallet, and now I don't, <laughs> because the, the damn thing broke.
1: As Dude, I was going to ask to hire you at my wedding. I feel like now I can ask for a discount. You can.
0: <laughs> I'm a great MC. I bet they you get are. It. I, let's do the bunny hop do they still did the bunny hop U.S. Department dj has
1: to happen in some film
0: oh uh, my god okay everybody turn off the lights please <laughs> put on the glow lights here we go put them around your neck yeah all right a little glow like necklace necklace
1: you have all these asides and throwaway lines, but you're supposed to be, you know, hyping people up into the mic. But yeah, here we go. We're having a good time. Hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that, uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome and if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I've found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time Uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more. Uh, Unless you just are... Really not sleeping and need to get some uh, some some additional chats in. Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and above all, it's affordable. All right, it's truly the most affordable option I found. So right now. All ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night, betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. Uh, all right, a few more questions, and, and these are from uh, fans. Uh, quite a few uh, send in. Um, We're
0: not even on the air.
1: How are fans sending this <laughs> uh, p- Posted some things a few weeks ago and got a lot of uh, messages and emails from people that yeah. wanted to, uh, to connect. One, uh, Brittany. One two. From Brittany, one
0: too, two, my very point.
1: But, <laughs> Brittany said, what was it like to get murdered and scream? Were you scared?
0: No, I was not scared. However, now here is the the late Wes Craven was a genius. Yes. He looked like an English professor. He spoke unbelievably softly. And he came up to me after the first take and he said, do you think you would scream a little louder? Do you think it might be more excruciating? I said, yeah, I can do that. And I had Uh, these uh, plastic tubes up my clothing, slit in my shirt, in my pants, in my everywhere. And as I was stabbed, I spouted blood. But we did it a few times until I got to the um, the correct amount of a scroosh.
1: Did you go, did you watch that movie?
0: I I did, but it scared
1: me. It did. Those types of movies scare you.
0: You know, uh, shooting a... um, uh, a scary movie takes a little longer because there are so many cuts yeah to create the tension more cuts than usual in a in a usual movie
1: uh, Tyler Mesner asks what was your favorite scene in the water boy
0: do you know what i um, being lost in front of the chalkboard uh, when I absolutely didn't know what the play was, and then I didn't know where I was, and <laughs> I got crazy.
1: Henry, that was such a brilliant... I mean, I don't know how much you're... With Adam, I'm assuming uh, you're encouraged to uh, to br- bring full Henry to everything. I'm assuming most things... Yes, you- you're,
0: you're encouraged to bring full Henry, but he is in charge of every beat of comedy. He He's another man who is unbelievably at the top of brilliance i'm telling you he is in charge of every detail of the things he makes
1: wearing all the hats at all yeah. times
0: and yeah. well and and doesn't dress very well uh after hat. <laughs> yeah. uh he, these, he these is a brilliant fellow
1: uh yeah your guys's uh chemistry is just uh, second to none uh your most um uh Uh, rewarding moment uh, from uh, from a fan that has uh, reached out. Maybe a letter they've sent you. Uh, Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah.
0: Last night I went to the window to get a cheeseburger. Yes. As I'm standing there, a young woman came up out of a crowd uh, wearing a mask. She must have been uh, 25, maybe, I think. And she said, are you Henry Winkler? I said, yes. She said, I read all your books. I read Hank Zipser when I was growing up. Oh, my God. Yesterday.
1: All of them yesterday?
0: No, she said it to me yesterday. She yesterday. It years ago.
1: It's a great compliment.
0: Great. Great.
1: Way better when you get it live in the flesh than than through a yes. text or email, right?
0: It was no. The people are so incredibly warm to me uh, on Twitter and um, it is. It's every message is wonderful. I'm. Not, I'm not kidding. Uh,
1: are you a hug or a high five guy? Hug. A uh, favorite Jewish holiday. Um, uh, Passover. An actor you'd love to act with. Uh, Robert De Niro.
0: Uh, uh, you're. Uh, Ryan Gosling.
1: <laughs> oh, nice.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean there there are so many, but uh, Meryl Streep. <sighs>
1: Come on, I love that.
0: But, Favorites? Um, Robert De Niro, I I met him on the lot of Happy Days. Ron Howard and I were walking by. He was shooting the Godfather.
1: Oh my they God. were
0: using uh a set near the uh soundstage we shot Happy Days <clears> on. <throat> Ron and I said, gotta go say hello walked up to him and I said, I just have to tell you, because the first movie I ever saw in Hollywood as a screening was Mean Streets. I said, I just want to tell you, not only are you great, but you use the word fuck better than anybody I've ever heard in my life. Cut to 40 years later, three years ago, He's in a movie called The Intern. I don't know if it's three, four, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, two, I don't know. Sure. I walk up to him at the premiere because our friend directed him. And I said, I'm so happy to see you. He said, 40 years ago, you said to me, you use the word fuck better than anybody. I went, oh my God, you know who I am. You remember that? Oh my God. And then I, I swear to God, I said, I'm so sorry, I've got to be a fan. And I took a selfie with him. Oh, my God. Do you have can, that? Can you imagine? No. One of the great moments of, I don't know, of my to, professional life.
1: A, a thousand percent. To, to remember oh, and to yeah. say that and to bring that up to you and share that, with, I mean, that's, oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I love that you can still. And that was going to be another question. Do you get starstruck or fan out like I that? And I, yeah, I do,
0: especially with music people. Oh, really? I'm getting a little better. I took a selfie with uh, Elton John and oh Helen God. Mirren at, uh, at an award show last year. And um, I did go up years ago to Elton John and say, you know what, I've got all your records. John, you are so, and I walked away. I called the man, John. <laughs> I mean, You're not supposed to do that? No, I, I walked up to uh, this. This was devastating. I walked up to J- uh, Mick Jagger in a sushi restaurant here in LA. Perfect. I went, Oh my God, what a pleasure. I'm so happy to see you. Oh, and he looked up at me and he went, Henry, <laughs> and then went back to his sushi roll. <laughs> And I slinked out of the street. Yeah, just
1: slow, a slow A slow back. slink. Oh, God.
0: And I only felt better because men, uh, a group of businessmen sitting at a table near the door went, you just spoke to Mick Jagger. You just, you just had an interaction with Mick Jagger. I went, yes, I did. <laughs> Little did they know, the man cut me at the knees just saying my name <laughs> with no affect <laughs> except for get the fuck out of here. At least you. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Oh god! It, it's so funny those moments that you remember those and get obviously can l- now look back and and laugh. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I, do I just wanna- started weeping. I just stopped weeping. <laughs>
1: uh just to piggyback on that if you woke up uh and and you could have a soundtrack uh when you would wake up in the morning and a song would play and be the soundtrack for your day for henry winkler's day what song would that be
0: i don't have one i i don't know i it would be one from uh, uh maybe chandelier Mm. Um, uh, for, uh, you know, Sia, the, the way she sings is the way when she is at that height of emotion is the way that my insides feel.
1: I love that. I think a lot of people would pay money to watch on YouTube, a video of you going through your morning routine to that song.
0: Yeah. Or something on the first album of, uh, Bruno Mars.
1: Yes. Treasure Treasure—it might be my favorite. That used to be my pre-show dance song for quite a while.
0: Oh my God, what a talented human being. Uh, and Jewish. Uh, who is? See, Bruno. Bruno. Wow, I didn't know that. Now you I do? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I met him, I have a picture signed that I have up in my, uh, in my office upstairs.
1: Do you, do you just have a, uh, a the, is the office just shrined out? I mean, do no, you have memorabilia? No,
0: it isn't. Uh, it has uh, little rocks that were painted in 1983 by my children. Adorable. You know, like turtles. I love that. And one of the rocks is pasted on a, a felt outline of a turtle. Okay. With a shell. I love that. So I have a lot of those in my office.
1: And I know you have one of the five Fonz jackets, correct? I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. That would have been, I mean, I think that's, you had to have that.
0: Funny. Uh, I did um, uh, a talk show with uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Zoom. Yes. And he wanted things like show and tell. And I held up the original jacket from the Lords of Flatbush. Holy shit. That I wore in the Lords of Flatbush. And all of a sudden, a few days later, I got an email from the director saying, "I have been looking for that jacket <laughs> forty years. Oh. You took it. <laughs> I did not answer. Did not answer he just
1: goes, Henry. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah,
0: you and Mick, <laughs>
1: um, Henry. This." Uh this has been uh just incredibly special and uh having you in my life uh and i think again
0: many Are you saying finally i can stop talking
1: <laughs> yes but i do want to tell you you've been so gracious with your time uh, over the span of our uh friendship and uh i do want to tell you one thing that that you probably again because you've done it so often don't remember but i tell this story as well because it's another story that was so integral to my life and my journey and it was when i booked my first tv job which was uh, according to Jim, I was a guest star. I don't know if you remember this. Uh,
0: That was Jim Belushi? Correct.
1: I don't know if you remember the voicemail that you left me, but I want to give you some context to the moment. I'm pulling up to the CBS Radford lot, okay? In my Ford Escape that is being held together with bungee cords and duct tape, okay? I'm working at Universal Studios. Still, my, I was going there the next day to host the Fear Factor live show and then spend the other half pretending to be a fake New York cop from the 1940s, telling people where the bathrooms are and how much popcorn costs. Here right. I am though, pulling up at CBS Radford. I've got fat suits and puppets in the back of my Ford Escape because I'm also shooting YouTube videos on the weekend. I'm nervous, I'm thinking about my lines, I'm panicking, live audience, I've only done stand up a few months. This should be easier than it feels like it's going to be. Security right. guard holds up the fat Fat suit and puppets as I'm waiting to be checked and just goes, let me guess, you're single. And I was like, this is not the type of confidence boost I need right now. He lets me go through. I had called you to ask you for advice. I just was like, you know what? Who could calm me down better than somebody who has crushed this genre and is so giving with their time? I called you. Uh, I went to voicemail, I left you a voicemail, you had called, I missed it, and I had a voicemail and I play it as I'm pulling in to see Ms. Radford. I'm listening to your voicemail and it goes, Adam Ray Henry Winkler, congrats on the job. You're gonna be great. Treat Mr. Belushi like an emperor, okay? But you're not there to fill space. You're great. They booked Adam Ray because they love Adam Ray. They need Adam Ray, they want Adam Ray. If you think of something funny, say it. Don't be there to fill space. You are good too. If you think of something funny, say it, all the best. Close the phone, I pull in, I'm like, fucking I got this. I can't even tell you how much that turned my entire mentality around. Get on the set, I've got three big scenes, it's a season premiere, first two go great, Third one's happening where everyone gets together, as you know, sitcom, live audience. We do some takes, they're rewriting the lines, trying to punch up this last line. At the moment,
0: they rewrite, yeah. They
1: they rewrite. So I'm leaning over, Courtney Thorne Smith, Belushi, the directors, the producers, the writers, I think of something and I just hear you in my voice, in my head going, if you think of something funny, say it. You're not there to fill space. I lean over and I go, what about this? And they all do a slow turn to me like, who the fuck are you? And they just stared at me, and I heard you in my head go, swing and a miss. (laughs) (laughs) And then I called you and told you that. And I go, Henry, I pitched them a line, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. And you go, well, it's got to be funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? I swung and I missed so many times. And then there are times when you swing and you knock it right out of the park. Right. You just keep standing up and try again.
1: It's great advice yeah because it grew in that moment if I had not tried I wouldn't have been confident to maybe do absolutely. it again
0: absolutely yeah uh,
1: Henry I love you uh pleasure it was a pleasure to chat with you did you have a good time I did okay good I had a
0: very good time
1: good uh, well happy early Hanukkah give uh give my best to Stace and um and this will be out next week and uh you can I can't wait to see the Twitter just comments just blowing up people being like the quarter trick is tougher than it looks Henry don't be so hard on yourself um I love you. Thank you for doing this.
0: You know what? Stay healthy, and Thank everybody you. that is listening, stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I love that. All right, Hen.
0: Thanks. Enjoy the
1: weekend, bud. I really, you too. I I really appreciate this, man. This was. I, I know you're. You know, it's finding time, and and uh, but I, I just love you. We it, did man. it, and you've been so kind to of me over the years. I just, I, I appreciate, and uh, and I will send you my my father in law's address if you're serious. He, I I'm telling serious. you, Hen. He is just like. Man, he almost cried when I told him I was going to talk to you. He's just, you know. You send it. I love you. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Bye, buddy. Seeking the truth never gets old.